Sing me a song of a lass that is gone. Say if that lass be I. Mary of soul, she sailed on a day over the sea to sky. Billows and breeze, islands and seas, mountains of sun and rain. All that was good, all that was fair, all that was me is Game. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> All right, that was pretty good, you guys. Now are you going to do the next verse in French? Uh, pretty sure that's French. Welcome to a very special episode of Podlander Drunkcast and Outlander Podcast. I am Allison Shoemaker. I am Julie Starbird. This is Janine. Say hi, Janine. Hi. And we have two special guests for this, our first episode of Dude Lander. Uh, the much-talked-of, frequently-quoted Neil Starbird. Say hello, Neil. Hi, everybody. And uh, the less-frequently-quoted but occasionally-disdained <laughs> Kevin Lambert. Hey, everybody. <laughs> uh, and we're super excited. We've been talking about doing this episode, what, basically since we started the season, mm-hmm. right, Julie? Yep. Um, so we're going to ask some questions, and we're going to talk about Outlander Season 2. Um, I think before we go any further, it should be noted that the two gentlemen in question today are refreshing themselves <laughs> with the just most most disgusting old English. 800. Ugh. Mm-hmm. 40s in the plastic bottles and everything. Shatterproof. Yeah. <laughs> we'll see. Um, on the other hand, uh, Julie and I are double fisting it mm-hmm. uh, with... Uh, empirical Brewings. As always, uh, the only people who paid for this was us. Um, unless <laughs> Backlog is buying shit for us, but this week, no. We coughed up the dough. Um, uh, empirical Breweries Queen's Right uh, Honey Kolsch. And it's delicious. It's very delicious, but we're also, because, you know, it's Dude Lander, it's a special occasion, uh, we're also throwing back uh, Miller Lite. A fine Pilsner beer. Yeah, and it is fine. Mm-hmm. It is very fine. Take my um, sip right now. Uh, so that's what we're drinking. Before, and it went right down my tits. Just dude lender. A quick programming note before we jump in. If you're in the Chicago area, um, on Thursday, August 18th, which will be this Thursday, um, by the time you're listening to this, actually by the time we're recording it too, I don't know why I added that, that was useless. Um, <laughs> We will be doing a live taping of the show at Wizard World. What? Um, it's going to be really funny. Um, I guess whatever the official beer of Wizard World is what we'll be drinking. I hope they have beer there. Oh, they do. Okay. They do. Uh, is everyone there going to be old enough for that? I don't know. This is my first Comic Con. I've never been to one. Well, so I I have been to both Wizard World and C2E2, both times on the job. So, of course, I was drinking. (laughs) And uh, and I don't remember what I was drinking at Wizard World. It was alcohol. It was was beer. (laughs) But at C2E2, um, Revolution does their Galaxy Hero Mm -hmm. IPA is the official beer of... Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, um, then I'm not worried because I was nervous that I was going to have to 
somehow managed to sneak a six pack of tall boys <laughs> in between my boobs on the blue line. <laughs> so I'm really glad I don't have no, to do I that. I mean, worst case scenario, if we get there and for some reason there's not, there will be. I mean, it's nerds. Nerds. It is nerds. There'll be beer. But if There'll there's not, it's attached to a hotel and I will go buy beer. It'll be fine. We're getting there way before you do. Yeah. So, anyway. I mean, in, it's in the name. Uh, they should know. Yes. Um, uh, point being, if you're in Chicago or if you have a lot of disposable income and live somewhere else, you should come. It's going to be really fun. It would be great to meet people in person. Uh, and you get to see what it looks like when we... Um, Get drunk at 5.30 in the afternoon and talk to what is probably going to be a mostly empty conference. Yeah, I'm going to guess like three people are going to yeah, be there. But Neil's going to be, there, be so one no of worries. I'm going to be there. Neil when we do the Q&A portion, at the very least, Neil will just stand in line <laughs> and ask question after question after question <laughs> by himself. <laughs> I, I want to throw out there that you might have better attendance if you stop referring to these people as nerds. <laughs> oh, no. I don't I know a single nerd that doesn't embrace it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. I mean, if you're going to a Comic-Con, you got to know. Listen, oh, yeah. geniuses, uh, wonderful people listening to this podcast, come check out <laughs> Outlander, Podlander, Drunkcast, and Outlander podcast. C2, no, was it Wizarding Wizard World of Harry Potter? No, God, I wish it was in the Wizarding World of Harry Potter. Guys, just go to the Wizarding World of Harry Potter. It's actually Outlander exhibit is. It's actually at a convention center in Rosemont, Illinois, by O'Hare. So lovely Rosemont, <laughs> Illinois. Your beautiful Rosemont. The best our city has to offer. It's the best our city it's has gonna to offer. It's going to be real fun and you should come. Anyway, yes. uh, so Dude Lander, the whole point is we wanted to talk to some gentlemen about a show. Oh, oh but, I, but, but I, we couldn't get any, so we got you guys. <laughs> womp womp. Well, That's how you phrase. Burn, Fergus, she said while pointing at herself. Um, uh, we wanted to talk to some dudes about a show that, uh, rightly or wrongly, and I'm curious about your thoughts on this, is perceived as being um, a, a special lady program, as Neil and Julie used to call it when they watched together. Um, Our special lady program. Yeah. So um, before we start talking about season two, um, let's uh, real quick, Neil, you had watched the show before we scheduled this here episode or most of it right um so i watched i watched the first half of season one when it was on mm-hmm. and then i watched all of season two along with julie and sometimes you except one episode i think i missed of season two um and then i've gone back and watched most of the rest of season one getting ready for this well, did I answer your question? Yes, you did. Okay, great. Um, whereas Kevin, talk to me about watching Outlander. Sure. Can I? I want to clarify a point that was made in your previous uh, episode. Uh, I, for the record, am not a fame whore, as as was described. <laughs> oh God! Did I really say that? Yes, yes. you did. Uh, my dear dear friend Allison Shoemaker <laughs> called me a fame whore, and I'm still here. Um, Twitter whore, to the very least. I am a Twitter whore. You can follow me. We'll promote it at the end. Um, <laughs> no, but I was approached by by Allison, who I like to call boss and will heretofore refer to as, uh, to do this Dudelander podcast, but the only way to do it would be to watch season two, but the only way to watch season two would be to watch all of season one. So in like a couple of weeks, I shotgunned the series. <laughs> um, like a 40 of old English. <laughs> by the way, I am... Goes down sweet. Really enjoying this 40 of oldie English. And... Um, <laughs> Yeah, so I, I shotgunned all of this. I listened to all of your podcasts where I was besmirched 
consistently. <laughs> I uh, a couple of times. <laughs> Julie said, Moore. We said that your last name would be a shitty first name. Right. The show says that, and you seconded it, and I third it, but that's not it. It's the uh, uh, the fame whore. It's really <laughs> not gonna get over that. That's a really big bugaboo. Mm-hmm. So that's why I'm here. Yeah. Uh, so you watched in over a couple weeks. Yeah, in a couple of weeks' time, I watched all of season one and season two. And uh, yeah, question marks to- at the end of those statements. <laughs> <laughs> well, because it's the way it's broken up. Uh, is it's like the first half of season oh, yeah. one, the first mm-hmm. half of the second half of season one, mm. and then I listened to your podcast. After I would finish an episode, I would shotgun the podcast as well. Great. So I'm not at all prepared for this. <laughs> <laughs> um. Well, for both of you, uh, and obviously the circumstances in which you watched are different, um, is there any universe where without either um, a chance to trumpet your online brand or your wife, you would ever have watched this show? Hmm. Like, if Julie hadn't watched it, would you have watched it? And for you... If, uh, <laughs> if if you weren't going to be on the podcast, if I as a single man were like, "Ooh, what's on stars?" <laughs> right? <laughs> I know there's no chance I'd ever I, watch. I this. think it would have taken a strong recommendation from some other party to get me to. Because, for instance, many people have told me that they really like the Time Traveler's Wife, and I have not read that book. So I, I figure I feel like that's a fair fair analogy. Yeah, sexist. Yeah. Oh, that. totally sexist. Yeah. I love that movie. Yeah. I go. didn't see yeah. the movie, but I love that book. It made me a, cry like an asshole. I went on a date and I cried during it, and I got made fun of so hard. Aww. Aww. Janine. <laughs> that girl's lost. Yeah. Bye, bitch. Kevin's shaking his head No, I think he's starting to cry. <laughs> Kevin, what about you? Uh, no, I would never. In a million years? I, I, well, no. Like, in a million years, and if you believe in string theory and the infinite universes, <laughs> then somewhere, yes, I would probably stumble upon this. But no, this is not a show that I would actively seek out. Uh, so, no, I probably would never have watched it unless uh, you had not come to me begging me. <laughs> oh, wow. oh, you dick. <laughs> we can pull this podcast over right now. <laughs> Do I still get to finish the old English? Nice. <laughs> Only you can decide. That's, oh, God. And you get to so drink gross. it outside on the street <laughs> where you it, walk to the bus like in its a normal natural person. habitat. <laughs> I look forward to you leaving the empty on the red line. <laughs> <laughs> so that it hits my feet yeah. every time the train oh, stops God, and starts. You just see it go like. And there's still some in there, but you're not sure if it's beer. Is it pee? Yeah. It could be pee. It could be pee. It's pee. Um. Uh, it's alright it tastes the same <laughs> oh. uh, I gotta go back to enjoying this fine Kolsch from Empirical Brewing this well, craft you guys beer sip on that nonsense craft beer mm. oh, there's no sipping this is just straight up chugging uh, <laughs> I don't know why I keep putting the cap back on I don't even yeah you want to let it breathe like it's a not fine, a sprite <laughs> yeah. like a fine 40 that it is Neil um, alright so uh so before we get into specifics and talk about specific episodes and things, like obviously maybe if Neil had gotten a strong recommendation from someone who doesn't like the time traveler's wife, <laughs> and uh, if Kevin um, lived in infinite universes, <laughs> they would have watched it. Um, but through uh, circumstance and um, uh, and the promise of lots of sex, 
on television, by the way. Wow. <laughs> yeah. I mean, wow. I can't speak to Neil and Julie, but Kevin was not promising sex. I was not promising sex. Anywhere but on television. Um, <laughs> but there's a lot of sex on this show. Anyway, mm. not this season, though. Wow. Yeah. Um, yeah, going back and rewatching the stuff I missed from season one, I was like, God, there is a lot more sex in season one than there is in season Well, they're newlyweds. They're newlyweds. They just met each other. It's that, you know, raging time. Mm. They're uh, putting the whammy on. <laughs> This makes me that sad was a little, about that was a little two. D&D joke for Neil. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's why I didn't get it. <laughs> yeah. um, anyways, so first question, what did you think? What do you think of the show? Season two, right? Are we just... Season, season two. Yeah. It can sort of be as a whole, but we'll talk about specifics of season one the next time we do Dudelander, mm-hmm. um, which you may or may not be invited back to if you're a fame whore who disparages <laughs> a host's good name. Well, so since I'm one and done here, uh, <laughs> I'll let Neil go first. <laughs> no, um, we'll, we'll see you in November, Kevin. It's going to be great. Um, I, I mean, I, I really like it. I really enjoy watching it. She's really good, yeah, she I is. think, for the most part. Um, he's fine. Um, a lot of the supporting cast is awesome. Um, uh, you're... Uh, the young Patrick Stewart, what's his name? Pamplemousse? No. Oh, oh Tobias Menezes. Tobias is a Menezes guy. And, uh, and the Pamplemousse are both freaking great. Mm-hmm. Um, and then also, I mean, you guys have talked about it uh, a lot, but the set dressing and the costumes with the France thing going on are all really phenomenal because the show's shot so well and they do color uh, so, so um powerfully on the show mm-hmm. and I, I really generally enjoy it. I mean there's stuff that drives me crazy I really don't like the voiceovers on this show <laughs> but uh, but for the most part I really like it so Neil was re-watching part of season one today and I just happened to be there and it was the episode The Search where Jenny and Claire are out and <sighs> Jenny milks herself and all that stuff right Jenny Murray for life but then it also becomes like Claire in breaches at the end and you're like okay what's happening here <laughs> but I did note I after season two, I don't remember season two having as much voiceover as season one. Am I just like, is that rose colored glasses? Or? I think it might be less. Okay. But Kevin, having watched it all very recently, did it, do you have, did you notice if there was more voiceover? Yeah, as, a, as an expert on the subject. <laughs> <laughs> I honestly, I wasn't paying attention. Uh, <laughs> just going to become a recurring answer for right. me. Can't wait. Uh, no, I, I, I feel like there's probably less voiceover in season two because it was a more concise story. Instead of spreading it across like the halves of, of each season, it was just kind of crammed in mm-hmm. together. Now, um, spoiler alert, I've, I've never read the books uh, nor knew of their existence. Um, <laughs> I'm so the only one in the room who's read the books. I don't know if there's more to this season's story, but it seemed like it was pretty complete uh, Versus like season one had a a clear this is our ending point for the first half we're coming back for a second half mm-hmm. so to me it seems like because of the tightness of the storytelling you did a lot more showing instead of telling mm-hmm. they compressed season two at, from an adaptation standpoint they compressed the events of season two pretty heavily okay um uh, which I think works but anyway um, oh and Dominic Pignon. Just got a shout out. <laughs> Donna, no, we'll get that. Love, love um, that. So, Kevin, what do you think? We know what Neil thinks of the show overall. Yeah, you know, for something I would never <laughs> choose to watch uh, <laughs> under my own volition, um, 
I, that, that and you might want to say why, and it's not because you're a sexist asshole. No, it's uh, I am not a fan of period dramas. Most of what I watch on television is live sporting events. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) And every episode of Heroes for some reason. Well, you know, sometimes you just get into a zone and you're like, I gotta see where these characters will never develop to. (laughs) (laughs) Just hold on to that. That's a sick burn. That's a sick burn. That's an accurate sick burn. You got into a groove. The groove became a rut. And And then the groove in the heart. (laughs) Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Delightful. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. So to answer your question, I I mean, it's it's enjoyable, but it's not something that I would choose to watch. Having said that, I have a slight bit of interest as to where it goes storytelling wise into the third. And I think stars confirm they're doing two more seasons. they They renewed it for two seasons at once. But there are to date. I think it's seven books. It might be eight what? books now. Um, and the series isn't done yet. She's writing another one right now. Um, Jesus. So yeah. it's just, I just know he comes to the future. We, I just know that happens. You right? watch the pilot episode, right? Yeah. Like, there's the, the ghost dude. Like, clearly that's him. Mm. Right? I'm making wild speculations. Yeah. But it was a ghost dude. Callers, call in now. Tell me if I'm wrong. <laughs> um... No, I mean, like, there's an, an interest level now to see where it goes as a storytelling. Uh, but I could also accomplish that just by reading, like, a season wrap-up instead of investing the hours of watching Yeah, the but then you wouldn't be prepared for Dude Lander Season 3. Do we really think I'm getting invited back? <laughs> <laughs> You've already come up with two pretty solid jokes, and uh, as should be clear to anyone listening, that's our number one priority. <laughs> it's true. Particularly <laughs> the more we've been drinking. Mm. Yes. <laughs> Cheers, everybody. Cheers. Cheers. Yeah. Cheers. Oh, that nice plastic toast oh, sound. That's just the worst. <laughs> Do we, sorry, guys, can we get yeah. a clean, can we just get a clean recording of this plastic? Cheers. Um, just a clean. Here, this is, this is plastic on uh, Pilsner beer. It's <laughs> <laughs> the most depressing nope. sound I've ever heard. There's a here's a fake one. That's oh, our Foley. Yeah. Yeah. Cheers, cheers, cheers. Uh, <laughs> um, all right. Also, ooh, I should point out. Um, I loved season one. A lot of beautiful breasts on display. There you go. Just, yeah, I told you, best sex on television. It is, and it's because. They understand that they've got a largely female audience, so it lasts mm-hmm. longer. And one really girthy, flaccid cock, too. <laughs> well, yeah. Neil, yeah. I see that you were paying attention. How could you not pay attention to that scene? Mm-hmm. That's true. That's true. Yep. They show her like five times. Yep. 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 Just saying. Yeah. Okay. Kevin's broken. He's down. Kevin just about fell out of his chair. <laughs> all right. Um, so but before we start, like, at the beginning and to ask specific questions and all that shit, what, what in season two, outside of the production design, which you've already mentioned, yeah. and the acting being excellent, yeah. which has already been mentioned, what did you love? Like, episodes that stuck out, moments that stuck out? I know one specifically of Kevin's. I specifically... He told Julie and I that he reached a point... Oh no, that's season that's one. Season, that's Shit. season one. We'll mm-hmm. get there. We'll get, stay tuned. So, uh, we'll be back in November with what Kevin loved in season one. I'm guessing November. I have no idea when this yeah, is going to happen. We never know. Yeah. You, said, you said it twice now. So I now, know. So now. I guess now it's happening in November. Really Happy good. Thanksgiving, everybody. <laughs> um, uh, girthy, flaccid cock for you and yours. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, do you but, have the 
gift receipt? <laughs> um, yeah, it's tucked under the balls there. Just, <laughs> um, Just fish around for that. Oh, um, what, so what in season two stood out? Great moments? Um, bad moments? Anything particular before we start going? Kevin, you go. Uh, right off the bat, uh, a, a sword to the dick. Mm. Yep. Yes. A sword to the dick is a moment where you stop what you're doing. <laughs> <laughs> you, you touch your wiener and you say, I'm so happy you're in one piece. <laughs> that was an awful experience. Yeah. Janine, yeah. did you touch your wiener during that moment too? I was with people. <laughs> <laughs> you also didn't watch that episode. No? Oh, no, no I do remember the Oh, you're right. We talked about it. And you were, that was the one where you were like, what? Yeah. 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 But still, I was with people. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we were sitting right there. Yeah. And like, his, he would have been, like, it would have been noticeable. Although, if thought. you ever need to reflexively shield your wang, Julie and Don't I will not be us. offended. No problem. Yeah, it's fine. Mm-hmm. Um, so the uh, the little stabs the dick, yield dick stab, mm-hmm. classic classic um, dueling move. What's that like a dog's name? Bouton or Bouton. something? Bouton. Dog was pretty cute. You gotta love a bit with a dog, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, what they say. Yeah. Um, that whole Abby or the nun lady that played the fucking Bach and didn't think he was gonna make it. What was her? What's her first name? And De La Tour. Francis De La Tour. Yeah, Francis she was really good. I mean, I don't know. I tend to just focus in on the acting performances that I really like. Story wise, I think story wise, honestly, the stuff after they got back to Scotland was more interesting to me than the stuff in Paris, which I think set it up. We get to meet Bonnie Prince, uh, douchebag, and. Um, you know, get really got him inserted into the story. But it's after they get back to Scotland and they're trying desperately to avert the battle at Culloden Moor. Uh, that's the stuff that I thought was more gripping drama than the is Dick Fox trying to poison me or is he not? And um, so you I, prefer you prefer a uh, more physical uh, high Highlander style thing as opposed to the courtier intrigue in Paris. You know, I just, the intrigue wasn't super heavy on intrigue for me. Mm -hmm. I mean, there was, you know, it just wasn't really like... Stakes didn't feel very high? It's not like Tinker Tailor Soldier Spy going on in here, you know what I mean? It's just like... (laughs) Was it a Le Carre novel? It wasn't good enough for you? Yeah, I prefer... Well, you know, Julie, I love high adventure. Yeah, he does. He likes a swashbuckling tale. Although, you know what? Speaking of, um... Uh... Spy shit and people who are British. You know who's one of the people that's rumored to be a new Bond? Hmm? Our main man Sam Huon. No way. Uh, he's no. on. The, he's he's one of the names that gets dropped. Why couldn't there be a Ginger Bond? No, no, it has nothing to do. It has nothing to do. Because James Bond requires so much of its actors. Don't get me wrong. Daniel Craig is the tits, but like, <laughs> I think you bite your tongue last... when it comes to George Lazenby. Right? <laughs> <laughs> bite your tongue. I don't know. I, I mean, he lo- he he also, in my mind, as uh, physically impressive as he is, is the wrong type of physically impressive. It would be very difficult for him to be incognito Damn anywhere big head. because he's a... very tall. I would rather that they be everything. Tobias <laughs> Menendez. Yes, oh, yeah. 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 You know who I'd be into yeah. as a Bond from this show mm. if they were like changing up the Bond a little mm-hmm. bit? Gilf. Can you imagine like a slightly Ooh. senior oh. Bond? Oh, yeah. Lion and Winter Bond? Yeah. 
Yes, that Bring would be it. that would be okay. Ooh, that would be such a fascinating story. Yeah, I'm into that. Yeah, yeah. there you go. Because yeah. he obviously can still kick ass and take names, mm-hmm. but um, I'm here to kick ass and drink martinis, and I'm yeah. all out of martinis. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then he would just like beat the shit out of somebody and go running in a kilt. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. Huon yeah. pulls too many faces for Bond. I think. Mm-hmm. All right. Mm-hmm. He all likes right. to pull a face, and he's only got two of them. <laughs> Forgetting his O face. Oh, right. Oh, yeah. Right. Okay, three. Fair. And he has different variations of the O face. It just wasn't in season two. That's, <laughs> that's true. They have that pregnancy sex. I stand by that pregnancy sex. Bring it. Um, all right. Are we getting specifics now? Let's do specifics. So um, why don't we break this up into halves, right? Let's talk about France. Mm. Let's talk about the happenings in France. Um, uh, things that worked, things that didn't, um, some of the actors, because obviously, but also you should know both of these gentlemen are actors, very fine actors. One of them is a fame whore, but they're both very fine actors. That is Neil. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, so they have insight to offer there, whereas Julie and I are a complete waste of space. True. <laughs> Just kidding. Uh, right off the bat, one of the things that uh, I was hilarious to me storyteller wise for the first episode is that they they arrive at Paris on the run and immediately like oh you know my very lucrative wine business yes. I actually need to go away for a while <laughs> why don't you just take that over for me manage it live in my palatial uh, house in Paris, Paris yeah. have my you know grand income and that that should all work out for everybody Oy. I was like wow that is agreed <laughs> that is Whoops, a that lot wrapped itself up <laughs> yeah. real quick I will say there's um uh, in our running list of things that Jamie Fraser is good at, um, there are things in the book that obviously they don't have time to talk about everything. And really in the book, he is like, he's good at everything except for singing and not stabbing a dude in the dick. Mm-hmm. And don't Which for- is never no forget. Touch. That's straight from the book. He stabs that dude right in the dick. Never forget. He's also a weak seaman. <laughs> I just got to set you up for the joke, yeah. Julie. I can never <laughs> say it. It's always got to be you. Um but he's good at business in the books, you're saying? No, he's good at business, but oh. he specifically has a really good palate. And it's established in season one. Yeah, like he can smell the differences in wines. He um throughout all the men in the room right now are disgusted. <laughs> this is like Green Lantern initially being like, what's your weakness? I don't know. The color yellow? Wood? Like, just this bullshit. No, that's two different Green Lanterns. <laughs> so sorry. God, that's garbage. I've been told that I shouldn't call anybody a nerd, so let's just call that answer colorful. <laughs> don't, no, you can call me a nerd. Don't call the wonderful people who are coming to the wizarding world of Harry Potter this Thursday. <laughs> Both Orlando and LA. It's showing in both cities. Somehow we'll be both places at once. So don't ask questions. <laughs> they touched the dick rock and they went to both. Oh places. my god, Kevin! If there was a dick rock that sent me to Harry Potter world, I would travel in time all the fucking time. You forget or, to eat and die of starvation. Yes, I would. Well, no, because you know what? They have food there. I would live on like uh, like plates of a fine British fare and mixed grill, and then I would just every once in a while I just walk out of the Wizarding World of Harry Potter and stroll down to. Springfield, and I'd have a crusty burger, and it would be great. Um, I can't wait until we do Potter Lander drug cast, a Harry Potter podcast. Oh my god! Um, and it'll just be me uh, getting hammered and being like, "Hey, Janine, do I sound okay?" And he'll be asleep. <laughs> it's gonna be great. <laughs> anyway, um, 
Can I talk about one of, uh, yes. I think, an unheralded? You guys have, have praised, you, you had your awards, you've praised a lot of people during the season, but there's one, one key actor that was completely omitted from everybody's high praise. And who is that, Kevin? Uh, episode one, season two. Claire comes screaming down a hill. Oh, we wondering, wondering what happened in the Battle of Culloden. Yes. And uh, yes. the kindliest man stops yes. his car. We talked about We talked about him. he's a very I'm giving him a, a Lambert, which is a poorly named but well-deserved award. <laughs> it's only poorly named if it's your first name. Yeah, that's it's just called the Lambert. Okay, well then the first name is the. That's an article. Um, <laughs> no, that guy just standing there while she's screaming, weeping, and then yeah. obviously you know you know you don't really fully know why she's weeping because she just mm-hmm. had kind of really sad sex, which Julie has wept about. Mm-hmm. On the podcast, yeah. Neil, do you listen Kevin. to this? It yes. was like bare soul. It was a beautiful moment. It was a wonderful moment. Well, thank you. I was fucking hammered. And then, <laughs> do we need more guacamole? <laughs> that was my favorite. That was the best moment of the season. When I was listening to it later, and Janine said, "Do we? Do we need more guacamole?" Also, the line most tweeted to us in the entire season. <laughs> I really I lost it at work. I'm not supposed to be listening to the shit at work. A. <laughs> Second of all, I just started laughing out loud. Oh, I'm glad. Yeah. I'm glad good. 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 Yeah, to me. That's so much fun. It was an emotional day for all of us. But uh, I, I want to give this guy. What's this? What was? I, I haven't obviously. We just this. called him the natty guy. The natty he's, he would say like motorist or something. Yeah. yeah. Guy slash driver. Yeah. Yes. His name is Stephen. Oh, I'm gonna fuck his last name up. Docherty. D O C H. That's gotta be right. Dorty. I think it's probably the C H is silent. I think it's just Doherty. Like Doherty. I think it's probably Docherty. Can we just call him Dre? Yes. And you know what? We forgot about Dre, Kevin. Oh my God! Oh, that universe just presented you that joke. That was so magical. Yes, I will cheer your Let's get that plastic toast sound. Oh. I will choose your OE. Gross. <laughs> That's the worst. Maybe anyway. instead, maybe instead of uh, of a of a plastic toast sound when we need to toast while you guys are still drinking this bullshit, maybe you just blow right across the top. Yeah. Mm. Over the top. <laughs> don't do it into the mic. Not into the mic. <laughs> Janine, don't don't give me lessons on mic etiquette. Uh, dude, Lander, you guys, how's it going? <laughs> um, yeah, uh, you're, you're a pro. Yeah. So I so before we continue talking about season two in France, I wanna I wanna make one point. Very very clear. Um, Kevin, when Kevin agreed to be on the show, he had several conditions, none of which he has actually enacted. So I want to make sure that he feels free to do this. One was that he be allowed to get confused and call it Highlander at frequent opportunities. Mm. Uh, the other, totally forgot about that. Yeah. The other was that he's allowed to make up his own nicknames. So okay. Neil has very kindly been using our nicknames, and that's because they're. Excellent nickname, so of course he is. It's true, by the way, your use of Bonnie Prince douchebag earlier was really great. <laughs> yeah, it brought a little tear to my eye. That's not true, but it should have. Mm-hmm. Um, well, so, okay, my nicknames are mostly around season one characters because I you, you weren't recording a podcast on season one. So, of mm-hmm. course, I'm going to call him Bronny. Bronny. <laughs> you guys, I'm a... Keep drinking that oldie. I'm going to say I'm probably 19 ounces in. And uh, <laughs> it's a little under half. And... Uh, yeah, so like uh, BPD, that sh- that shit's all established. But uh, I mean, like I have season one nicknames. Like, okay, well they remember, remember them. Hold on, to no, because some of them are also season two. Like you had your own yeah, game some of them are. Yes, I have for all the characters that came from season one that come back in the second half of 
our Scotland adventures. Hit and us. when I talk about them, I will use okay. other appropriate right. nicknames. We've got to be surprised. Right. Well, we're still talking about uh, our wonderful Aww. time in France. Oh, God, I haven't gotten to say anything in my terrible French accent yet. It's coming. Okay, great. Um, I do want to say one of the things that was uh, shown to me, it was an image to get me to watch this show, uh, was from France. Mm-hmm. Oh, it was the, the tit dress. It was pierced nipples. the pierced nipples, or as Allison just referred, once again, Allison just referred to it as the tit dress. That's fine. Mm-hmm. I, uh, I stand by that. I also I stand, stand by, by that name. I, I stand by it too. Uh, <laughs> it's a different kind of stand. With yeah, but I, Neil, you, you and I uh, are, are I'm, two. I'm glad you're pulling me into whatever this is going to be. I, yes, <laughs> just join me on this bit. Love it. All right, go down this rabbit hole with me. Um, we're two gentlemen of the world. Mm. Have you ever experienced a level of constipation? That Louie experiences. Okay, hold on, let me think about that. It's, it's actually a good question. It's because a good question. Because I, for one, I'm a very fibrous man. Mm. So I like, am... You're... A, you're I, you I know am, what? Yeah, mostly fiber. <laughs> this, <laughs> he's act, this is actually, like, not the first time you've ever said that. You're me. just, like, mostly corn cob. I, I was going to yeah. say, are you producing your own energy through photosynthesis? Is that what you're trying he, to say? He identifies as a, a part human mm-hmm. bran muffin. Yep. Okay. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And uh, we'll so say, I've I, never... I love a good bran muffin, so maybe that explains why I love you. You're the worst. So, Neil, have you ever been that constipated? I don't think that constipated. Man, he looks miserable. Right, so miserable. But still too stuck up to eat porridge. <laughs> you know like, what? how can you be that miserable and still turn up your nose to put some, just some porridge? We don't know that he doesn't eat the, the porridge. He might later. I mean, he, he throws some shade down about the suggestion that he would sure eat porridge. Sure he does, but, uh, but we don't see him trying to take it down. There's so no point some cream when he, he's walking around with his legs spread really wide. He's not, like, in the garden getting ready to make Blackjack Randall kneel. God damn, I love that scene. Mm, that's and, a great um, scene. Uh, and then he's like, hold on. Oh, that's a real pain. That's a real serious pain. That's my intestines just kicking the shit out of me. And, but seriously, Neil, that doesn't happen. He must no. have had some parrots. No, you don't You don't have that moment over Blackjack Randall without having taken a very healthy dump. You're right. <laughs> well, yeah. So you're yes. saying that you've never been... You've I've, also never, never been I've never been that constipated in my yeah, life. Yeah, I don't think I have either. It's, it seems like it's been going on for a while. I'd like to say that I, I'm really sorry to both of you that you associate the, the swan piercing mm-hmm. nipple dress with extreme constipation. I mean, it's kind of a masked pair. <laughs> I mean, you showed me an image of that dress ahead of time. I knew it was coming. I did not know that I was going to see a man just really giving it his all to just get one little turd out. And he has with like 40 people. With 40 yeah. people watching. Question, Do you think he's would, you that want, would you want your own... Shit and cape. Well, he does have a beautiful he has a shit and cape. Oh. Um, Wait, does the cape double as some sort of wiping? No, no, it's like no. it's like he's got a tent over his backside. It's like it covers the back of the chair. So that nobody can actually see if he poops or not. No, they look after he's gone. They look into it after he moves away. I guess it depends on what the, the weather was like. That day. And it's like, yeah, that's fair. Great answer. Yeah. No? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Because we're talking about airflow, right? Whether um, you want it or whether you don't. So while we're in that episode, which uh, is they go and they meet Louie. It's when the um, when the incredibly awesome chess playing financial dude gets 
pushed into the river mm-hmm. and Monsieur then... Monsieur Divinay. Oh, that's a, that's, a, that's, a, that's a hilarious line. What's his line? I've, I've brooded over many a board. Is that what? Yes, what yes, fucking yes. And, then his, and then his wig comes out looking like a Davy Crockett hat and he puts it back on anyway. So can I that pose another really question good. to Neil here? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Neil. Mm, Kevin. Do you have a foot fetish like that guy did? Uh, no. Why are you asking? Are you just remember because he, he, the shoe, like he freaks out when he sees her red shoe, and then Jamie mm-hmm. comes along and pushes into the into the right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's all about the, the foot. Yeah, and you just want to know if I also yeah, if I share that. I'm with just curious if you. No, I don't. Okay, that's two of us. Great, we can move on. <laughs> <laughs> I just people in France right. are weird. So, uh, <laughs> so that episode, that episode um, does go a long way to proving that as fact. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, or maybe they're just more egalitarian, right? Mm-hmm. Or maybe they just give Louise zero is there. Bucks. Is that the, it's that's the same episode where mm-hmm. uh, Louise gets her public beaver waxing, right? Yeah, Oof. where the uh, Turk is ripping it out and she's slapping at him oh! yep. and she hits him across the face and you don't see it but you find out uh, near the end that uh, Claire got it too mm-hmm. her honey pot mm-hmm. oh god right. I fucking detest that phrase I can't <laughs> just gonna just gonna return that Winnie the Pooh out <laughs> um, it's a red shirt taking it down below that's as, how it works as straight cisgendered men mm-hmm. which would you pick the the red dress the Claire dress or yeah. the nipple dress Oh, the red dress. Wait, I'm sorry. Which would I? Well, I guess for what pick, occasion? Yeah, am, what, am I picking them to wear? I mean, it's or not I, for you to do uh, drag, which, by the way, I would pay a lot of money for. Um, it would take I, a lot of money I, to get out of the room. I do not make a pretty lady. Seriously, it's you, true. You have yeah, the nicest beard. Making a pretty lady is the smallest piece of drag. <laughs> sorry, I had to remind myself about this nipple dress, which, by the way, easy search term on Google: nipple dress outlander. Boom! Damn, <laughs> you got it. Probably really. less than a second. Um, no. As red-blooded American males, both dresses are obviously designed to be alluring, and that's the whole point. Because Jamie's all pissed that you could, you could almost see a naval, mm-hmm. um, and uh, and then obviously we've got the ye old nibbles just hanging out, just like mm, yeah, and then hanging out, uh, which is more alluring to your male sensibilities. Red dress. I mean, I think Jamie, red dress. Red dress. I think just so. saw the photo. There's yeah, yeah, there's something about the mystique of of not seeing it all, but seeing just right. enough that. Mm-hmm. But also like, it's okay. actually it's just a better dress. This better is the first dress. time. This is the first time we're doing this. Absolutely. Beautiful, just a beautiful woman. Yes, she is. And I, uh, I, I think mostly I associate that dress with her, mm-hmm. and it's like made for her, mm-hmm. and she looks amazing in it, so I would probably cool. go red dress. It's not my favorite thing that like she wears even in that season or even in Paris, I don't think. What's your favorite thing? Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm not sure. I'm not, I, I don't know for sure there was uh, the fucking like, I don't know if it's the Dawn episode or the episode where the dick gets stabbed. Those are different episodes, right? No, no. Dawn is after the dick stab episode. Dawn? You mean Faith? Dawn, Faith. Sorry, Faith. Faith. Sorry. Yeah. Is the episode after the dick stab? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but she's like, there's a purple dress that she has on. Is it the cape? Doing the purple stuff? Because the we, the three of us, sorry, Kevin, Neil, Julie, and I watched an episode together where she walked out in that cape, and we all went, oh. 
Yeah, yeah. Like simultaneously. Yeah, well, she had so many great costumes. And the red dress is startling because it's just a solid red dress that she appears in for her first time at court. And there's the whole thing. We talked about whether, you know, bringing in contemporary, that whether she was bringing in sensibilities of fashion from her time into having dresses made for her while she was in Paris Which and she stuff. is. She's got the that white, uh, it looks like a Chanel suit. Mm-hmm. The white jacket and the black skirt. Dior. Dior, Dior yes. the bar With suit. With the hat, yeah. yeah. Which made me guess. And, and, so, and so I recognize it like the red you know, dress to some extent. See, Neil, Neil mm-hmm. kind of can have this conversation. Kevin is at sea. <laughs> right. right I'm going to sit this one out, but you, you know guys. what I mean? Like the, the red dress is, uh, it's startling because of the presentation and because of it being solid red and because, and it's, and it is like haute couture a little bit, which is cool, but it's not to me the most like. She has other costumes in the in the first half of season two that I think are also beautiful and I don't know more um, more interesting because more they're not like one thing. Yeah, yeah, like I don't. I, it's not like one statement and then mm-hmm. it's over sort of mm-hmm. deal. Um, do you have a favorite costume from the first half of season two? It doesn't mm. have to be a Claire costume. I mean, honestly, I mean, that scene where the fucking king makes, uh, makes Blackjack, um, you yeah. know, his, his, his little. Makes uh, him kneel. Yeah, makes him kneel. Um, the king's got that bright red and fucking military style outfit that's His teased in the drag. that's yeah. teased in the opening credits so much, and just the photography just makes the color pop mm-hmm. against the green lawn and everything. Like I, I like that one a lot. Do you have a, a favorite costume from France? I know it's not your bag, Kevin, but. No, I do not. <laughs> uh, you know what? I've been thinking about it a lot recently because this is what I do in my free time. Um, but I think my favorite costume from the first half of season two is is Monsieur Raymond's vest. Oh, God, with the high on it? The apothecary yeah, coat. Yeah, 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 that's yeah. cool. That's very cool. What about you, Julie? Um, I think I would. it would be a toss-up. It would be a tie between the bar suit the first time we see her where she's got the white jacket and, and the, the, hat, and the yeah. platter hat or the outfit that she's wearing in the garden with the brown uh, oh god yes. that beautiful big yellow print. hell yes I, yeah. those were probably my two favorites same, so that same scene you get same her in that scene, dress yeah. and the king and the thing and king's even, drag was also king's really drag's good. good and even uh, oh, black jack always look real yeah. and even black blackjack is even dressed up like in military formal wear or something right yeah he so he's looking good military and costume. Jamie's doing that thing which Jamie's stuff isn't as interesting in Paris but it's interesting that he's always like he's got like the Paris style fashion stuff going on a little bit, plus, but the kilt's always going. Yeah, he, yeah. he's always, you know, and that's always like a little bit interesting. And he never wears a wig. Yeah, he never wears a wig. He and Myrta don't wear wigs, and fucking everybody else does. Although Good I on. guess Blackjack doesn't either. Hmm. Wigs are the worst. Look, when you have a, a beautiful full head of hair, mm-hmm. as a man that has a, <laughs> a beautiful full head of hair, you don't you don't hide it under a wig or a hat or, or a bushel. God, or man, a I bushel. really did not expect to come in here and talk this much about dresses. Even though I listened to the show, I don't yeah, know why I thought that yeah, would happen. Yeah, all right. <laughs> I expected it. I did not prepare. One for of it. Outlander's <laughs> very few co- nominations for an Emmy, and the one it's most likely to win is costume design. So, mm-hmm. what are the Emmys? Uh, September eighteenth, and the only reason I know that. 
true statement is because we just scheduled the next meeting of the Jane Austen book club I'm in. And the only other thing in my calendar for the day we scheduled it was the Emmys. So, <laughs> which I have to watch for my fucking job. Doesn't mean I'm not going to drink while I'm doing it though. Mm. I think that if we've learned anything in this episode, it's that I'm apparently willing to openly acknowledge that while working, I drink. <laughs> but only if it's TV working. Yep. Yes. Guys, if that's not a convincing CV, I don't know what is. Allison Shoemaker, <laughs> hire her. <laughs> All right, so we talked a little bit about costumes, yeah, a little bit about France in general. Here's a question. Okay. If you can boil it down to your favorite scene in Paris. I think it's, so the, it's, it's the king making blackjack. That's your favorite? I mean, it's so strong. Mm-hmm. All right, Kevin? Uh, mine would be the stonecutter scene where... I just made a deep cut Simpsons reference to nothing but blank no, stairs. No, 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 no. In the back, um, in, the, in the horoscope there, room? In the horoscope room yeah. where it's like, you have I to pick that. one of these dudes to die. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, and you got a couple of stone cutters in the background. Mm-hmm. You got Louie in the foreground. Mm-hmm. No, you know what? It's the scene right after that where he just does two pumps and he goes, I'm done with you. <laughs> <laughs> that's, uh, because uh, that's God. the way it should be. Oh. Find me on Tinder. <laughs> No wonder you would have never watched this show. <laughs> um, no, it's the it's the stonecutter scene beforehand uh, mm-hmm. because uh, Miss Raymond, uh, Monsieur Raymond. Oh, thank you. I got to find out there. I didn't Raymond. say that correctly. Dominic he's, uh, he's he's great mm-hmm. in that, but it also uh, kills Dick Fox. Which, yeah. by the by, this world needs less men that look that beautiful. So, like, get him out of here. Right. Him, him today, Eric repair tomorrow. Like we're, we're Let's killing even the playing field. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Guys like me and Janine. <laughs> Wait! Hey! I just, for, for our listeners, I want to make it clear that uh, Janine is a very handsome fellow. Thank you. Janine, you are a very handsome fellow. Oh, oh my God. Is this compliment Janine time or are we talking about Outlander? <laughs> uh, uh, Kevin, I don't know if you know this, but he's our producer. <laughs> All right, so wait. Okay. Here's another question about France times. No, we didn't. Oh, no, you did answer your best yeah. scene. Do you have a best scene, Julie, real quick? Um, I really liked the stonecutter scene, too. Me, too. Um, here's here's a question about France for you guys. When when the magic came in, mm. Monsieur Raymond mm-hmm. came in and he's all blue. How did you feel about that? Wait, when he's all blue? Yeah, when you she, need to elaborate the, on this. Um, healing from the miscarriage scene. When Monsieur Raymond appears and all of a sudden has oh. does magic the best fucking, episode of the season. Oh, when he, when he, does, he does Reiki, yeah. Yeah, he, yeah. he Reiki's the uh, placenta right on out of her. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, what uh, were your I'm thoughts? I'm sorry, he sticks his hand up in her. That's not Reiki. No. That's, that's Reiki. <laughs> oh. oh! God, trim those oh, nails. Oh. I wish you all could have seen the gesture <laughs> that just happened. <laughs> If you want to visualize it, take your hand. No. no. <laughs> Pretend you've got an upside down bonsai garden and tend it. And then just pull it towards you several times in a mm-hmm. very aggressive fashion. Yeah, and that's what we all had to you. witness. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Janine, ladies and gentlemen, you know, Catalogo Productions. Uh, so, no, I, I, so I, actually, I don't know why, why in particular you're asking that question, but I can tell you that for me when I watched that scene, it was just more of the is he or isn't he is... Monsieur Raymond, another time traveler. Mm-hmm. What the deal? That but but I, but I but I also I mean it is not knowing what's going on in that scene. There's the dick rocks and there's the poison 
necklace of poison detection that she's got (laughs) are the only like two occasions that I think are in the show of this is definitely magic that I'm witnessing right Mm -hmm. magic happens in the world of this show Mm -hmm. because we've got the dick rocks Mm -hmm. and we've got the necklace of poison detection Mm -hmm. perhaps even a periaptive poison detection Um, oh my god (laughs) stop talking nerd talk um right and so then the question is 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 what happens is it a plus three magic item right is is what happens with her with her um placenta infection or whatever the fuck that thing is is that (laughs) (laughs) I I mean we don't really know is that is that no I mean she's gonna she's gonna go into sepsis because she has a is that meant to be the third occasion of magic because am I right that it's only the necklace and the rocks are the only magic that have actually for sure happened right Uh, the magic that brings Claire and Jamie together Uh, well the magic of love magic of love yeah also magic sorry Kevin fucking murder you you guys (laughs) that's a walk off I'll see you later (laughs) (laughs) um uh, I'll tell you this uh, whether that's magic or not is something um, that's not really clear in the books. Mm-hmm. Um, there's information that comes out later that suggests um, specifically like geological shit that could be partially responsible. It's kind of, yeah. It's kind of, uh, no. I'm just going to pretend that they would hear that because I... I'll anyway. be gone for the rest of the I podcast. I mean, like, clearly it's, it's not actually real, but... Yeah. Um, it's like saying the force is caused by midi-chlorians. Like, uh, you just shit on no, everybody in this room. Who's a fine listener of the podcast <laughs> who should attend <laughs> Wizard World Chicago this Thursday night? <laughs> uh, still, um, uh, we have... I'm not a we going down. <laughs> I'm not going to say God, anything about events or actors that may or may not be returning, but I will yeah. say that... The show is now at the same place in the books in terms of evidence that we have about whether or not Monsieur Raymond is a time traveler. Okay. Um, And I will also say that Claire believes that he is, and that's more explicit in the books. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That she she has a sense about it early, and then that happens, and it feels to her physically like somehow it's the same kind of phenomena. Okay. Okay. which Jamie does not have. So to your point about whether or not Jamie goes to the future, mm-hmm. um, we know, and then we'll talk about this when we talk about the second half of the season, but we know that Brianna and Roger can like hear and feel the stones. The buzzing. And, mm-hmm. Yeah, and Jamie cannot. Mm. But you expressed that that was because of lineage? That it might be, genetic, yeah, that yeah. it might be genetic. Because look who listens to the podcast. <laughs> well, because okay. because Roger is um, is the get of the witch Galus. Mm-hmm. God, I can't wait to talk about Galus. But, but so that that but so that is what's interesting to me about that moment is because he he's the one that gives her the necklace, mm-hmm. which is a magic item. <laughs> to what extent is he oh, God, a magical now individual? I just want to play an Outlander D and D campaign. <laughs> but but you know oh. what I mean. So Kevin's about to. So play. to what extent is he magic? <laughs> is he an actual? That's not because like, of the OE. You know, magic, mag, I don't know, magical operative uh, purveyor mm-hmm. of magic, mm-hmm. wizard. All right, wizard. <laughs> also, I don't wizard. Uh, also, Ashley reads the future. That's a real thing, right? Mm-hmm. Like he tosses mm-hmm. the bones about Frank and. Well, like, I was unclear about whether also, that was a time travel thing. or Also, not. that might be like a f- easy guess thing too, though. But obviously, Monsieur mm-hmm. Raymond is a little bit more on point. Uh, is there anything else that that either of you um, find not actually gentlemen want to say about about the first half of season two, about our Paris, Paris. shit. Um, I have a... Uh, nope. <laughs> 
Favorite episode? What's uh, your favorite episode in the Paris chunk? Oh, who the hell knows what they're called? Do you know what it is? You just, you just tell me what happens. Well, the one where the thing happens and they all do the other things. No, <laughs> I want to talk about a really great moment in the Paris stuff. <laughs> okay. Which happens in Faith, the new name of an episode. Uh, the fight between... And her heart grew three sizes that day. <laughs> I'm about to rip it out. Uh, <laughs> no, the fight between Claire and Jamie once Jamie is released from prison from yeah. stabbing, dueling a man's dick no, off. Not just from prison. From the Bastille. The Bastille. Mm-hmm. Le Bastille. Just that, that fight was uh, very indicative of a... a very indicative. Oh. Sure, why not? Why not? I sure. expected myself to make that joke, not you. Be better. You're better just than be that. better. Uh, sometimes you just gotta you just gotta rise to what we'll call the lowest common denominator. You gotta rise. Alright, I get it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> no, just it was the, the methodical nature of, of two very tired people having a very deep and necessary Discussion about their relationship, their marriage, and where they move forward. I thought was a very honest scene, very, uh, very well measured scene, and well acted. With the exception of that beard, of Jim Bone's beard. That's right. Yeah, man, I told I you that Jim beard. Bone. Look, that beard looks like shit. It's, it is uh, so upsetting because I am certain he can grow a better beard than that, and I just know that they had to do it because they know. couldn't let him grow no, no. one. I'm going to go ahead and say that's the third worst thing in season two. One, Virgin Mary falling off the table yes, twice. number one. Oh, two, sun rising over dick rocks. Fuck oh, that. that's, and that's three, number one. Beard. I think that's number one. No, no, the Virgin Mary falling oh, is worse. Twice. Man, because the sun it happens, rising happens over twice. The dick rocks. But the Virgin okay. Mary All happens right. twice right. in the fair, same episode. Fair. And number three, stupid beard. Yeah. Shitty pubes. This just reminded me of a point I wanted to make. Neil, like you, I occasionally have a little issue with the voiceover. It's a little bit ooky spooky. Mm -hmm. But to me, it is all worth it for one line. Mm. I closed my eyes and thought thought of of England. England. (laughs) Two pumps! (laughs) That's the hardest I've laughed at anything in Outlander at all. Mm -hmm. Uh, Anyway, we're gonna... uh, Nothing else to say about about France? I think I'm cool in Paris. Cool. We're gonna take a quick break and we'll be back. Um, This is obviously a longer episode because it's due later. It's a special fucking event. Shame. Um, But they've got to finish these uh, 40s of OE and then then pee, I'm assuming mostly chemicals, and then uh, we'll be back. So... Quick programming note. Um, we've realized that we are out of beer and we have a lot left to say. So from all of the people here at the Dude Lander episode of the Podlander Drunkcast and Outlander podcast, we've decided this is part one. Part one of Dude Lander, which Kevin just called Tootlander. Apparently they want to do a little uh, musical number, but we're going to be back next week with the second half of season two, talking to these two fine, almost gentlemen. Um, come see Wizard World. We'll be back in what for us is 15 minutes and what for you is a week. And we're going to leave you on this musical note. Sing me a song of a lass that is gone. All right, cut, 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 cut.